Good morning, ASI friends. I am so excited and honored to be with you here today. <sighs> Praise God that we can gather together still and hear each other's testimonies. Amen? Amen. You know, there's an unusual power in a personal testimony, and we are told that we need to share it what God has done in our lives. And that's what I want to do with you today. I want to lift Jesus up because when we lift him up, he draws all to himself. Amen? This is my prayer this morning, that I share my testimony with you and that it draws you closer to Jesus' heart. I, I was asked here today to share a specific portion of my testimony of, of my life, specifically the last decade, which I have titled, From the Pursuit of the World, to the pursuit of heaven. Amen. Bow your heads with me. Heavenly Father, King of the universe, King of our hearts, Lord, be with us today as we gather together to share and uplift you. Lord, empty me of self and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Anoint my lips with only your words and fill this room with your holy angels, blocking out all evil and darkness because we have gathered together as your children, and we are so excited for your soon coming. In Jesus' precious, powerful name, amen. Since childhood, God has been working incredible miracles to keep me safe and alive. My life has been filled with amazing adventures through 40-some countries, from being stranded in the outback at the age of 19, being capsized overboard at sea, to an angelic rescue in the rice fields of Jakarta, Indonesia. Those stories are for another day. Because personally, I can't wait to talk with my angel face to face and find out how many other times the Lord saved me. And each one of us are going to do the same thing. Amen? Amen? He is there with us by our side as we go through this world. And when I look back, I can see how God has given me uh, validations over and over again to let me know that he is by my side, always holding my hand, never letting me go. And yet, my focus was not on him. It was on building my own mini kingdom. And here's how. By 2007, I had put my master's degree in social work to good use with the hospice population and quickly became the director of a small medical facility in Southern California. Now, during this time, I had fallen in love with two five-pound puppies, yes, my Yorkie, Olive, and my Maltese, Lily Peach. And I wish I could show you their pictures, but that's for another time. Now, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit and creative streak, and I remember the very day that this business idea struck me. You see, this was the time period when we began to see celebrities carrying small pups in designer purses and lavishing them with expensive clothes and jewels. The planning and building of my new adventure was so exciting and all-consuming. Soon, I opened a brick-and-mortar storefront and became a destination stop for puppy parents far and wide. I, needed, or I named my company Yuppie Puppy Boutique. <laughs> Within a year, I had won local awards and been, award, uh, and been featured in Business Magazine. It became clear that I could also do very well online, mm. always looking for new angles. So I researched how to build my own website, 
so that I could determine every single feature and be in charge of every detail. I used Olive and Lily Peach as my online models in print and video ads, and I built my mini kingdom into 20,000 SKUs of inventory online. I showcased between 50 and 60 worldwide designers. Yes, there's that many uh, pet designers <laughs> in the world, uh, top ones. Yuppie Puppy Boutique was featured in magazines such as Caesar's Way, Modern Dog, Country Living, Pup Style, and many times in OK Magazine that you see at the grocery store. Next, I decided to create my own line of high-end doggy products named Olive Teeny Designs. And I wish you could see them on the screen. But I designed harnesses, dresses with matching hair bows, and bling. Especially popular were my doggy tutus. With a base price starting at $125 each and up. And between us, my cost was $10 to $20 to sew. Hollywood, Hollywood uh, socialites took notice and started, uh, I started receiving outlandish orders. Like orders to outfit all the bridal party dogs for large doggy weddings. Oh yes, I mean the dogs were getting married. Also, I had New York and European clients that, would that I would cater to with the latest and greatest bling on a monthly basis, personalized orders ranging in the thousands of dollars. Life was feeling pretty accomplished, and my sparkly mini kingdom was expanding right before my very eyes. My long hours and intense focus was paying off. Or was it? Thankfully. Jesus never stops pursuing us. Amen? About 2011, I began noticing extreme catastrophes like the tsunami in Japan. And I remember watching it live on TV late at night and being horror-struck. I had not seen anything like that before. Around the same time, some friends invited me to watch a movie titled uh, 2012. It is a depiction of end-time events where this family struggles to stay alive through a series of global disasters and uh, that threatens to annihilate mankind. The family ends up sneaking on board of, a, of, a, of three arcs that were built by the elites and they survive the devastating world flood. Well, when the movie finished, my friends, one of them stated, huh, I wonder if that's how this world will end. And I assuredly said, no, it's not. The Bible doesn't describe it that way. They looked at me wide-eyed. Well, what does it say? Ugh. I realized I had no idea where to look or what the Bible exactly said. My Adventist upbringing seemed to momentarily vanish. You see, I did not realize how spiritually starved I had become over the years. Friends, we must pay attention because it can so easily happen. The next Christmas, I flew out to spend time at my dad's. Many family members gathered around worship in the living room, and someone suggested we go around and have a, a prayer circle. <gasps> what? Oh, no. Pray out loud? No. I froze. I couldn't remember the last time that I had prayed, especially in front of others. As each person finished their prayer, the, the torture increased, and, and the closer and closer 
the, uh, my time was coming, and the louder and faster my heart began to beat. I was beyond uncomfortable. Then there was silence. It was my turn. The lump in my throat weighed 100 pounds, and all that came out were tears. I had nothing to say. This really shook me inside. What had happened? Well, through miraculous events, many God-led people were brought into my life that drove me to the Bible for answers. Amen? I could not get enough Bible truth. Something had changed inside me. A hunger was developing. And instead of turning the TV on late at night to keep me company while I was uploading and designing things online, I now turned on audio Bible sermons. Many of your sermons, thank you. I see many faces here from sermons that I listened to that impacted my life, and I want to thank you. Also, do not underestimate your quiet influence on others, friends. My cousin, Dawn Moffat, bless her, kept inviting me to all these things, but I, oh, I'm sorry, I'm too busy. Oh, I'm running two businesses now. Oh, no, I can't. But she invited me to the camp meeting the following summer. The first night in her home, she happily announced, let's pray, and knelt down beside her bed. What? As long, as long as I could remember, I hadn't seen an adult do that. And as well, she openly, unashamedly said prayer every time, asked for God's protection when we got in the car to drive to the camp meeting. That was new. Her example made a difference in my life, friends. The most effective sermon that you can share is how you live your life for Jesus. Amen? You are a walking sermon. Don't forget it. Someone is silently watching you. You are impacting someone. May it be to his glory. Amen? So by the summer of 2012, I am craving Bible prophecy. I want to study and I want to understand it better. So I called up my dad, Pastor Al Oopman. You see, my parents divorced when I was young, and I saw my dad about once a year. But I knew he held an evangelistic series every fall. And so I asked him, I said, hey, Dad, I said, are you having an evangelistic series this, this fall? And he said, yeah, Cam, I am. And I said, well, I'm kind of thinking maybe I'll come. And he said, awesome, yes, uh, you, absolutely. We have a young guy coming out of Amazing Facts. His name's David Stewart, and it's going to be a five-week evangelistic series. you got to come. Well, I did everything I could do to plan to make this uh, happen. I got, uh, you know, my mom, bless her heart, she stepped in and she took over my yuppie puppy and all of Teeny Designs because she too had been praying that something like this would happen, right? My parents never gave up praying. Never give up praying for your children and family members because it matters and it works. So, my business is covered. I'm preparing mentally to come. It's in Missouri on a farm. And my dad calls me a few weeks ahead of time, and he says, Cammie, guess what? You know, I've been really thinking about it, and you're such a happy person, smiling, you love people. We're going to have you as the greeter at the evangelistic series. I said, okay, I could do that, Dad. Okay, sure. All right. Another week goes by. I get another call. Cammie, 
We just had the church board meeting, and you know what? The church board thinks you would be best at the registration desk. So you can meet everyone, get to know their names, and greet them every night right there. You'll be the, the face that they check in with. And I said, oh, Dad, I don't want to miss any of the prophecy series. That's really why I'm coming. You know, I started to feel uncomfortable, right? And I said, you know, I just don't, I really want to be, you know, in the, you know, in the series and, and listening. He said, oh, no, 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 we'll, we'll put the registration desk right at the back. You won't miss anything. <laughs> okay, Dad, I guess I could do that. So then, it's a day before I'm to fly out. I get a call. And my dad says, hey, Cam, I feel really impressed. I mean, really impressed that you need to be the welcoming host for this Amazing Facts series. Sorry, what? That you need to be the host. I said, me? On the platform? No way. Dad, no, 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 no. Oh, Cammie, I feel so impressed. It's, there's something, I just know that, we, that you need to do this. I said, Dad, that I'm not coming, and I really meant it. I was angry inside, like so uncomfortable. He's ruining my plans to go there and learn Bible prophecy. And I said, no, Dad, I'm not doing it. And he said, Cammie, wait. We'll, we'll write it out, what you're going to say, on a piece of paper. And you're going to get up there, and, you're, and you just read the paper. It's not going to be a big deal. You're just welcoming people, letting them know where the children's program is, and et cetera. And, uh, and I said, oh. And in my mind, I thought, OK, I've got everything covered with Yuppie Puppy, which took a lot of work. All of Teeny Designs, I've got that covered, all the orders. It, you know, everything's in place. I'm, supposed to, I'm halfway packed. So I say, in my mind, I think, okay, here's my strategy. I know I'm going to be so terrible up front the first night that they're going to make me sit down and my dad will have to get up and finish the series. Yes, that's my plan. So I end up going, uh, getting on the plane, flying to Missouri, and the series is about to begin, and it's the first night. As my dad promised, we had written out what I was to say, and I literally got up in front of this Amazing Facts evangelistic series... Welcome. I am so glad that you are here. Uh, this is a, a Bible prophecy seminar. Please get out your Bibles. Thank you so much. Uh, literally. And I thought for sure, at the end of that night, my dad was going to say, Oh, Cam, thanks so much. But, you know, I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, you go ahead and just be in the audience. Oh, no. We get in the car. Hey, Cam, you did a great job. Oh, no. So then, let me just tell you, friends, that by the end of that week, something changed me. The Holy Spirit has power in our lives because I got up and I started saying, welcome each and every one of you. Get out your Bibles. Tonight we're going to study an important topic. You've got to know what this is about. David Stewart is going to preach tonight. You need to know this. I, I was standing outside of myself thinking, who is this? But I tell you what, when you give yourself over to the Lord, he's got plans for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, he means it. He keeps every promise he's ever made. He has a plan for your life. That uh, following that year, I, or that following year, I attended GYC in Seattle by the invite of my cousin, Don Moffat, Army Bible Camp in Hawaii, and Weimar's New Start Health Evangelism four-month course. Amazing, amazing learning. And keep in mind that my yuppie puppy is booming and huge opportunities are popping up everywhere for me to make more and more money, right? But praise God, my faith 
was also booming and growing, drawing me closer to Jesus. Ring, ring, it's my dad again. Hey, Cammie, the church members want you to preach this fall's evangelistic series. <laughs> what? You've got to be kidding, Dad. I can't do that. I don't know enough. My dad said some important words, as he usually does. My dad said some important words to me. He said, Cammie, if you wait till you know enough, you will never do it. And he was right. Because I love Jesus, I accepted the challenge. And friends, don't think it was easy. Oh no. Before every meeting, that first series, I made sure to arrive an extra half hour early and was not feeling well. For the, I mean, the things that you, but the trust in God, taking the faith of just stepping forward and being used by God, he'll come through every single time when you lift him up. So friends, don't wait until you think you're an expert and have an answer to every question because it will never happen. We are all constantly learning and it's okay. It's okay to say, oh wow, that's a great question. I need to do a deeper study on that and get back to you. People respect authenticity. Amen? So I pack up my girls and I drive across the country to my dad's farm to live in his barn, which he's made into a, an apartment, and I, because I've been asked to preach this evan first evangelistic series, and I had no idea what God was about to do in my life. Well, friends, I preached three in a row, three 24-topic series over the span of the next eight months with 20 baptisms. I'm telling you, nothing compares to seeing the joy in people's eyes when they come up out of baptismal waters. Nothing compares. And I've had a lot of high highs in this life uh, with different experiences, and, and, and nothing beats that. I'm telling you. And now I'm hooked. Now evangelism is in my blood. People's salvation, their eternal lives were now the daily focus and the forefront of my mind. Whereas the thrill of selling bling for the next Hollywood pet party was fading away. I was feeling conflicted. What should I do? I've built up my little kingdom. It was my baby. I grew it from an idea, and now it ranked as a top diner, designer boutique. So one summer night in 2014, while I was preaching these three series, on a Missouri farm in my dad's barn, I fell to my knees and I prayed to the Lord. I said, and I prayed out loud because I knew I wanted the whole universe to hear. This is a great controversy. Amen. That I was fully fully God's territory now. I declared and committed from that moment on, proclaiming my life to him. I rededicated all that I am to be used for his purposes. I had spent the first half of my life all about me, and now the rest of my life would be all about him. Amen? I cried out, Lord, if you want me to preach in the backwoods of Missouri to five people, I will do it. If you have something bigger in mind, I will do it. If you sell my company, my baby, then I will know that you want me in full-time evangelism. 
that was. <laughs> God sold my company in 2014. Amen. A young MBA graduate bought Yuppie Puppy Boutique and it st still runs it to this day. God made it crystal clear to me that he was calling me into evangelism. And with his power only, with his power, I went on to preach 350 sermons over the next three years. I remember some Sabbaths I'd preach the morning church Sabbath, the afternoon uh, at another church, and then the evangelistic series that night. Nothing would stop me. On fire for the Lord. Wanted to do whatever I could do. And every time I approached the pulpit, this morning included, I claim Matthew 10, 20, for it's not, it's not me who speaks, but it's the Father that speaks through me. In these moments, we open ourselves to heaven. Do you realize that? To gift us the highest experiences on this earth. To be used for and be used by the divine power of the one and only God. Amen? Friends, determine not to miss these opportunities in your life. You will not only be blessed on earth now, but a reward also awaits you in heaven. God has many ways of growing faith in him. It makes me think of when I preached in a Kansas City evangelistic series. I was preaching my heart out, and I got laryngitis. And I knew that that night I was preaching Mark of the Beast, and I have never missed a speaking appointment still to this day. And I knew, no matter what the obstacles have been, and I knew I was going to preach it. God was going to have it come out of me somehow. But I even remember in the opening song, I tried to squeak out the song. Nothing was coming out. But I knew so many times already that when I get on the platform, God comes through every time. We need to put him to the test so that we build up our faith, friends. So I get up there, and I'm going to preach Mark of the Beast. And sure enough, amen, I preached my heart out that night. And as soon as I sat down at the end of the night, the laryngitis returned. I'm telling you, God wants to use each and every one of us. It's amazing how God changes our hearts and our priorities. Because several years earlier, God had convicted me to take off all my jewelry, but I had still kept it. But I knew it was time for me to let it go. I began selling the pieces that I once loved, Bulgari, Cartier, Tiffany, and a dozen pieces of Louis Vuitton luggage and accessories. I could now use these funds towards more evangelism. Amen? The summer of 2015, two lovely friends, Mendy and Judy, invited me to stay with them for the GC session in San Antonio. This was my first ever. And Judy felt strongly impressed to introduce me to her dear friends, Dwayne and Kathy McKee. At that time, I can't look at you because I'll cry. At that time, none of us knew that God crossed our paths for a reason. Providence was in the making. What an, experience, what an experience, because the McKees invited me to preach with them for TMI in Rwanda 2016, which I did, and to see 108,000 people give their lives to God in one day, that's prophecy fulfilling before our eyes, friends. And then, the next TMI, I was asked to be a team leader for Romania, and I personally preached two series there. Nothing compares to this, friends, to sharing the hope in Jesus. When you see people that are just lost, they have no hope in their eyes. They have no desire to live. 
they don't know what the purpose of this life is for, and you reveal Bible truth to them, and now they're, they're fire, they're lit up, nothing compares to this. And when I would look out over the mountainside, I remember in Rwanda, and see people gathering, I knew they had walked over an hour or even two hours on barefoot, some of them, to come and hear the truth of God. Seeing that changes a person. The speaker is there just as much as the audience is there to hear from God. And now let's fast forward to January 2017. Dwayne McKee becomes president of Avenus World Radio and asked me to join his evangelistic efforts as vice president for advancement. Now, unknown to Pastor McKee, I had received several other wonderful ministry job offers at the same time. I did not know which way the Lord wanted me to go. I was supposed to fly out to one of the other ministries that very night. But know this, my friends. Prayer is always the key. My mom, our associate pastor Tim, and I assembled around a small kitchen table, and each of us prayed God, for God's direct, obvious guidance in my life, as all options were incredible opportunities for service. But where did God want me? Now, unknown to me, simultaneously in Silver Springs, Maryland, Dwayne and Kathy McKee are finishing a hard day's work and are about to relax. All of a sudden, out of the blue, Kathy McKee said, expresses to Dwayne, I feel strongly impressed that you must call Cammie right now. Dwayne will tell you <laughs> that he didn't feel like it. But Kathy insisted, yes. So switch back to now my kitchen table. Literally at the same moment, I'm about to end my prayer. Lord, give me a definite sign. Where do you want to use me? And I will do it in Jesus' precious, powerful name. Amen. Ring, ring. And there's Dwayne's face and phone number on my phone. Yes, while we are yet asking, God is already answering. And the rest is history. When needing this reassurance, I can always look back on that answer to prayer. Only God can take a girl from a thriving business of focused on yuppie puppy bling who did not know how to witness or pray out loud to the general conference within three short years. That's a miracle. That's all God. Within weeks of moving to the GC, I was sent to Nepal to film my first AWR 360 miracle story. My video crew and I hiked up the Himalayas to document a witch doctor and his village of 17 families who listened to our radio broadcast and fell in love with Jesus. While in Kathmandu, I remember receiving a call from the McKees. They were in the Philippines, which was my next stop, and they shared with me how two whole villages were seeking baptism because of our new radio broadcast into the island. Two whole villages. I couldn't believe it. And by the time I arrived in Manila the, in the next week, I was told our stations were receiving more requests for Bible studies. Now there were five whole villages. What? Well, this started a fever in me that burns today. You see, those villages include the new People's Army, rebels, that have been warring against the Philippine government for decades. If you follow our AWR videos, which I hope you do, you will know that 
and witnessed God's mighty power transforming these once evil-minded terrorists into Bible-believing, Jesus-loving, Seventh-day Adventist Christians. Amen? You can watch our sh those short documents on, uh, of the New People's Army on our awr.org, our YouTube, and we have a new app, AWR360 app, that you can download for free and be caught up and stay in touch with all the latest mission stories and reports of people, of unreachables being reached. God is showcasing his miracles to new audiences. One of our short films on the NPA, the New People's Army, titled The Executioner, won the 2021 Gold Tellies People's Choice Award. That means the people chose it. That says a lot. They are seeing God's miracles happening in somebody, and they, they are wanting to see that. And it, so this man, the ex executioner that we filmed and did his story, he would murder people on a hit list, no questions asked. And the gospel of Jesus melted his heart. And this ex-executioner is now a Seventh-day Adventist. And AWR trained him to be an evangelist for the Philippine jungles, to go back up into the mountains and preach to the ones that he once was a... Yes, it is amazing. And a sneak peek on the latest news, there are only, out of all those uh, jungle mountains, there are only 25 to 35 NPA rebels left in the jungles because all their comrades have surrendered. They have turned over their AK-47s and they have received amnesty from the government and now are baptized Seventh-day Adventist Christians. So AWR is celebrating our 50th anniversary this year with God dismantling the 50-year war of the New People's Army and changing them into soldiers of God. And guess what? Yes, amen. Praise God. And even more amazing is this November, the former rebel general of the NPA, okay, is being baptized by Elder Wilson as well as the head general of the Philippine military. So both men, once fierce enemies, now will be baptized together on the same Sabbath into the Seventh-day Adventist church. Amen? And wait, there's still one more thing. Are you ready for this? Remember how I said in 2017 I couldn't believe there was two whole villages? The latest number... 511 villages in the Philippine jungles are now Adventist villages. Amen? God is doing a work right now that has never been seen before. We must pay attention. We must be his vessels. There's no doubt in my mind that God is with me and my video crew while we film in such places as the DMZ border of North Korea, the deadly red zones in Madagascar, the maximum security prisons in Zambia, and I love it. We have documented over a hundred testimonies of rebels, assassins, witches, mediums, drug lords, and many more of the unreachables because they have now accepted Jesus and the Adventist message. And you can watch our 30-minute pro program every Sabbath about all of these stories on 3ABN every Sabbath afternoon. Also, we invite you to come by our booth 
uh, number 316, 316, because we have a free special DVD and Miracle Story booklets to give you about these stories if you would like. Our crew will do anything to capture a story of God's transforming power in people's lives wherever they are in the world. We will ride camels, motorbikes, horses, bicycles. We will take helicopters. We will, uh, we will take canoes. We will take jeepneys. We will hike up riverbeds through jungle mountains when we know that there, we have the potential of being caught in crossfire between the rebel and military troops because we take precautions, but God is protecting us. I know that, and trust me, I've been in so many situations where I know God is alive. And we will even jump with the Maasai tribes praising Jesus. I love to get in there with the people and be with them, and I'm so grateful to be along to such an evangelistic frontline team. AWR truly goes wherever air goes, and I love that. I love God's promise, too, in Habakkuk 1.5. Look among the nations and watch. Be utterly astounded, for I will work a work in your days which you would not believe, though you were told. Friends, that is happening right now. God wants to use you in the most ultimate way, in a way that matters for eternity. As I shared with you, it was not so long ago that I could not pray even in front of my family. And that tells you right there that God can use anyone. And I'm living proof of that fact. I am a layman. All you need is a willing heart. When I became on fire for God, daily I prayed, God, give me someone to witness to today. And he did every time, every time. Shopping at the grocery stores, waiting in line at the post office, taking a taxi, someone, anyone. And let me tell you one of those experiences. My colleague Sue Hinkle and I were on a flight from Palm Springs to Denver. It was a small plane, so there was no distinction between first class or economy. So we're all packed in there together, and I sat down to a very distinguished-looking businessman. He introduced himself to me as Nick, with a lovely British accent. He shared that he was flying to one of his many homes in Colorado at a popular ski resort. And after we exchanged some pleasantries, I simply commented, Wow, God has really blessed you. I saw his whole body grimace. And he retorted and he said, no, the goddess has. I immediately sent up a prayer. Use me, Lord. Give me the words. Does God keep his promise? Yes. The next two hours were friendly but frank. Nick had devoted his life to goddess worship at a young age in England, and he told me point blank, Christians are the enemy, which makes you my enemy. We are on opposing sides. For I am a soldier of the goddess, he said. So I turned and I looked him in the eyes and I said, well, I am a soldier for the one almighty God. Amen. You are not my enemy, Nick. Satan is. The Bible tells us who wins this war. Now my friend Sue, who is only, she's also my colleague, uh, was only two rows ahead and overheard some of our conversation and began to pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God for prayer warriors. Amen. And Nick divulged to me, years ago the goddess gave me step-by-step -step instruction on building my software company for this fight. 
She has made me very wealthy and successful. And since I gave myself over to her in my childhood, I've had no choice but to follow her directions. Nick and I went to discuss, on to discuss free will, what happens at death, the truth behind apparitions, and Satan's deceptions. I shared my view of a loving, mighty, personal God who protects and provides, whereas he described his view of God as a tormentor and fiercely cruel. He shared many pieces of his life with me, including how dead family members appear to speak to him. And I shared from the Bible how the dead know not anything and how evil angels impersonate and harass. I said, Nick, only God can rid you of this torment. Why don't you fall on your knees and ask, himself to prove him, and ask him to prove himself to you? Because he will. He's real, and he cares about you, Nick. Give him a try. Nick disclosed, he says, I've been training my whole life to annihilate the Christians. It is positioned to happen soon. The goddess is about to emerge and rise up from the earth. Isn't that interesting how Satan always does the opposite? Because we know Jesus is going to come in the clouds. Amen. Friends, we are in the center of the great controversy battle with little time left on this earth. Even go uh, goddess worshipers know that time is short. I responded to Nick and said, yes, I believe that Bible prophecy tells us that some of those who stand for Bible truth will be persecuted before Jesus returns. But at the second coming, believers will receive eternal life in heaven. So Nick, what is your end game? He appeared stunned and became silent. And then he finally admitted, you know, no one's ever asked me that before. I honestly don't know. I will have to ask the goddess. Nick was increasingly intrigued with what he described as a warm glow around me. He says, I don't understand. He said, while we have been talking, you have been exuding a glow around you, and there's like a rod of strength running up and down your spine. I looked, at him, in the, I looked him in the eyes, and I said, Nick, that's Jesus, and you can have him too. When I got off the plane, I called my dad, and he reminded me of the page of, of 612 in the Great Controversy, where it says, servants of God with their faces lighted up and shining with holy consecration will hasten from place to place to proclaim the message of heaven. By thousands of voices all over the earth, the warning will be given. And that warning, that means warnings given by you and me. I never imagined that I would boldly share the three angels' message to a congregation of bishops and priests in India, but God can do it through me. And now there are many Sunday-keeping churches amongst many other preachers that have gone over there as well, and they are taking down their Sunday-keeping church signs and putting up Seventh-day Adventist Church as Sabbath keepers. Amen? Sharing the gospel is in my blood. And so during the pandemic lockdown in the spring of 2020, our team had to regroup. We knew we must still share the gospel, even though all of our mission plans to Papua New Guinea, Uganda, Israel, and so on were canceled. Friends, this is the 
not the time. This is not the time to sit back and relax on the sofa. This is when you do something unprecedented and stand up in front of your sofa and preach the three angels' messages as if it was the last time on earth. Amen? Every single one of our team members jumped into critical roles to make this happen. And on May 31st, 2020, 14 topic Bible series entitled Unlocking Bible Prophecies launched from my living room. The GC Communications joined our efforts and God blessed our worldwide team mightily as we worked tirelessly together. Truly, man's extremity is God's opportunity. We were stunned when the views reached one million, then two million, then five million. Our team received thousands of comments, prayer requests, Bible questions, testimonies. People were not wanting to wait until churches reopened to be baptized, so they lined the back of their pickup trucks with a plastic liner, filled it with water to create a baptismal tank. Amen? <laughs> and one man was so, uh, in South America was so excited to share the gospel that he projected the Unlocking Bible Prophecy episodes on the side of his delivery truck every night for the whole town to come out and watch, and they did. Amen? People are seeking answers for what's going on all around them, and only the Bible gives 100% truth. On October 3, 2020, we added more features and a bonus episode and relaunched the series with a new version. And soon we had requests and, and uh, asking to translate the series into more languages. All around the world, translators contributed their skills. Praise God. And that is how God's word soared to new heights with our international launch in February 2021 in reaching the far corners of this planet with Russian, Ukrainian, Spanish, French, Tagalog, Afrikaans, Nepali, Dutch, Mandarin, Malagasy, and so on. And I must share even just one of the testimonies that came from uh, this, this uh, time period with you. In an undisclosed country, we meet Liam. He is a powerful, top commanding officer in the army, and he has complete control over all military operations, daily carrying out the wishes of the country's dictator. Recently, someone began sending him video messages straight to his cell phone. Well, he was a little irritated at first until he realized, oh, he knew this person, and he started watching a video and became intrigued. Now, what's interesting about Commander Liam is that he believes in witchcraft and has a witch living in his home to protect his family and, and cast spells and curses on his enemies. So as Commander Liam is watching Unlocking Bible Prophecies, he doesn't know that his witch is around the corner listening as well. <laughs> and one evening, all of a sudden, the witch comes around as he's watching and says, Stop! Wait a minute! That witch has more power than I do! <laughs> I need what she has. Send those to me. Amen? Commander Liam and his witch are now taking Bible studies for Seventh-day Adventist message. Amen? 
I'm so grateful that God used Unlocking Bible Prophecies to reach this witch and many more. There are, it's amazing. It seems like God is really pursuing witches. There are so many stories. It's unbelievable. And yet it is believable because God is doing it. So, yes, the latest numbers are 9,777,000 views on Facebook and YouTube alone. The series is now featured on 3ABN, Good News TV, Better Life Broadcasting, Safe TV, and Hope Channel. Translations are currently being made into 70 different languages. And that brings the text, and this gospel will be preached in all the world, and then the end will come. Friends, God can use anybody. I'm proof of it. I want to thank those of you that have shared this series and our miracle stories of AWR 360 with your friends and your family, neighbors, because surely Jesus is coming soon. In closing, we can all see that our world is winding up to the closing scenes of the great controversy. And if the Holy Spirit is giving you heartburn right now, steering you in a particular direction, maybe you're uncomfortable with it, prompting you to give up self, to give of yourself, do not ignore him because he's got plans. And when you choose God's way, it is the ultimate path you can take in this life that leads you to eternal life. Do not be afraid to make a change, a huge change if needed. It's time to sacrifice it all for him. God's truth truly changed me from the pursuit of the world to the pursuit of heaven. I believe we are living in earth's final moments, and it's time to trade in your earthly treasures and time for heavenly treasures and eternity. May your legacy be all about Jesus. Heavenly Father, Thank you so much for protecting and preserving each one of us. Lord, we want to be your last generation. We want you to come, and we want everyone we know to be ready. So use us mightily right now, today, so that we are magnets for Jesus. In Jesus' precious, powerful name, amen. This media was produced by Audioverse for ASI, Adventist Layman's Services and Industries. If you would like to learn more about ASI, please visit www.asiministries.org. Or if you would like to listen to more free online sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.